I don't feel like anyone's talking. They're blockers. That's not why I came to Hollywood. What's up? This is another episode of Hate to Break It to You. And today, this is a solo podcast, but that's disrespectful because you're sitting here. Mm -hmm. Um. This is Donut. Hi. Okay. I don't know where to look. You don't have to look anywhere. Okay. You can just look here. Okay. <laughs> and um, this is going to be called Therapy with the Donut, right? Now, sometimes you want to make an impression. You can look out there and look like that. There you okay. go. Yes. See that? I see that. <laughs> right? This is Therapy with the Donut. Donut worry, be happy. Yes. <laughs> Because I have a whole rant I'm going to go on, but I think sometimes it's good because she'll. What? All right. What happened? She'll spark me in the uh, in the middle of my thought process. And um, your name is Donut. Yes, that's my name. Now, why are you the <laughs> Donut? Before I go into my rant. Because I decided I don't want to identify as a woman anymore. I'd rather identify as a donut. <laughs> you don't want to identify as a woman. No, women are annoying right now. <laughs> are you trying to get canceled? Yeah, I'm canceled before I've even begun. <laughs> women are annoying. Yes, they annoy me. Why? There's just so much going on. I don't think we need to go down that road right now. Wow. But, I mean, you can identify as a unicorn, so why can't it be a donut, right? So you identify as a donut. Yes. Because you, you like donuts? I love them. They make me happy. You do? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not a millennial either. You're not a millennial? No. Uh, how old are you? 28. <laughs> You're 28? Yes. You look 12. Thank you. <laughs> and you don't identify as a millennial. Why? Because they're also what? Annoying. Women are annoying. Millennials are annoying. I you just alienated two people. Two groups. That I'm supposed to be in, yes. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so this podcast is a rant, but I put the donut here because she's good at, like, you know, <laughs> commenting on things and jumping in. Thanks. Although, let me get my thoughts out. Okay. And then you. But here's what it is. Um. Uh, I have this like life moment, this life mission, and I'm trying to get all my points down because I was very passionate about it, but now I'm like going to get it out. I just want to tell people that a lot of people ask me about this business, and they ask me for you know tips and pointers. And all that stuff. And this podcast will be part of that. But really, the first thing I want to say is that this is it's Christmas Eve 2019. I don't know when this is coming out. but My pointer is, is that there's no tips or pointers that I can give you for this business. Okay? There's nothing you can do in this business. This business will do you. You understand? You will be consumed by this business. You will have to do it. You'll get up 
you'll be every waking moment you'll be thinking about the set you just did or the audition you just had or how you could have just seen better or a song can you write better or whatever it is you will be completely engulfed if you are not then i'm not going to tell you anything it will just happen naturally like there's nothing i can tell people of tips in this business if you're going to do it you're going to do it because it will do you it will take you over and i don't have to say anything like you're not right if you don't have this mindset or whatever because i'm not it's not for me to judge it's just going to either happen or it won't and that's it you look scared do I? Jeez, you look I'm sorry, so my eyelash is like poking okay. me. <laughs> in the middle of a rant. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just listening and I'm not trying to be distracted. Okay. Okay, continue. Are those real? Those are amazingly real. Thank you. They're wow. really fake. Wow. <laughs> I glue them on every day. <laughs> so, why this happened to me is why, why I'm having this revelation is because I just did something that may look small to a lot of people, but to me, it is a, it is a metaphor for it's a symbol of what I'm talking to you about. Okay. So I did my first comedy special in 2006. Okay. You can jump in a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm just going to, you're know sitting there like you're all scared. Jesus. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to get all my thoughts out. Okay. But if you do have an intriguing question, go for it. The reason I put it okay. here is because. She's a good sounding board, although yes. people are going to think like I'm. I'm a robot. Yes. Are you a robot? Turn to the camera. Blink twice. Back. <laughs> Do not laugh. Smile. <laughs> Turn to the camera. Say, I'm happy, Jamie. I'm happy, Jamie. Back. Robot down. <laughs> they might believe it. <laughs> so here's the thing. Is that so? I shot my first stand up special mm-hmm. in 2005 with my great friend Michael Lattice. And we got a great company called Image Entertainment, who I believe is now they were bought. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a lot of other comedian specials. And that was the big thing in 2005 where you get a lot of DVDs, right? So if you could move, you know, the kings of it, or like Larry the Cable Guy, move a couple million mm-hmm. DVDs, right? So you get a couple bucks a DVD, do the math, right? So they, you know, people approached me and said, you know, you're one of the people that could probably sell some DVDs. Hmm. So I shoot, we get the money, mm-hmm. and the special was... I should be really clear with everyone about all the numbers because I want people to understand what it's like to do this stuff. And this is there's young artists out there. So my company was one of the first things that my company did in terms of doing it all, meaning from soup to nuts, like literally conceiving the material, Mm -hmm. hiring the caterer, editing, delivering all of the E&O insurance, like everything from sexy to not sexy. We did the whole thing. Yeah. The budget was like 
150, which was high, but you know, we don't have to pay that much now for a special. Mm. Shot at the San Jose Improv, much love, gave me a beautiful, beautiful deal. And it's a big theater in Northern California. It's one of my favorite clubs. Um, and so I shoot the special. And the special, we sell it to Comedy Central. And Comedy Central has the right to air it, I believe, in the deal up to 70 times. Mm-hmm. The minimum two times. And... They air it in June 2006 on a Saturday. Very cool, like 8 o'clock. Boom. Done. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the special got okay reviews from critics, better reviews from people. Oh, it's my first one, so there's some good stuff in there. and There's some hackadoodle stuff in there. There's a mix of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Then it aired again at like three in the morning, at like a week later. I never see it again. They have the rights for about three years, it's 2006, and I never really see it again. And I ask, and I call my agent, and I'm like, when's this special gonna come out? He says, yo, they kind of aired it a couple of times. They have the right to only air it twice, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. So I didn't really see it again. I'm thinking, okay, maybe they didn't like it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have all these DVDs. How many? So the company made about 50,000 DVDs to start mm-hmm. and about 12,000 CDs. So it's about 62,000-ish. And... I go and I like go to like a Best Buy or I think Virgin was still open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see the DVDs in there a couple places. And I'm like, this is good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and in New York City, behind the Laugh at Factory, thank you, Jamie Masada, he put a big poster up in New Aww. York on 47th Street. Like the ones we see on the side? Yes. Okay. And that was one of the reasons I only played the Laugh Factory for three years in New York because he gave me a billboard and it sat there for three years. Wow. So I can't, I mean, like, it was a beautiful billboard, right? Mm-hmm. And he made a deal with me, beautiful man. So I get my, like, my first statement and the thing doesn't, doesn't really have any sales on it. And I'm like, what's going on? And I think I, you know... It was at the end of the DVD stuff. Certain things weren't happening. I didn't really, They had all these DVDs, but they only put like, I don't know, 5,000 in the marketplace. And they sold like 3,000. It's really important where you get your placement for the DVDs. You know, there's something called a POP, which is a point of purchase. You know, at the end of like when you're at Target, how you love Target. Yes. And you see all those things and you get the impulse buy. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, if if that is one of the best places to be by the gum, the beef jerky. Yes. Because it's like an impulse buy. Yeah. You're like, oh, I need that. I need that. Things that you don't think of, but it's like right there. And you get excited. Yeah. Right? Like you see like your little like, you know, nerds candies. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, impulse, right? Chapsticks. Totally. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I would love to be an impulse buy. There were some DVDs up there. I wasn't there, but I understand. I was new to the market. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, long story short, the special kind of comes and goes, and it's just boom. I'm going on the road. People are teaching me about merch. So for the next three to four years, I'm always on the road, and I buy boxes of DVDs from the distributor, and I sell them on the road. And first I started 20, and then I started 15, and 10, and five, and all different prices, you know. And people are less and less interested because DVDs are going out of style. Mm-hmm. But no one really has my special. I do another special in 2010. It airs, same type of deal, showtime, much less DVDs are printed. But it airs fucking every three seconds on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Showtime Extreme, Showtime at One, Showtime Espanol. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, this is amazing, you know. Um, it didn't move the needle as much for me in his clubs as I thought, but that's another podcast. But again, I got out there. Okay, so I'm trying to stay focused. So the only merch I have for like these years is these DVDs, right? And I do some shirts and stuff. Anyway, the company says that the DVD cost 150 to make the special, mm-hmm. which it did, but it was high. I got paid that night for my performance, which was of a very good price. I got my own cut, which I'm, you know, very healthy so I can never very happy with the with the cut I got. And then I owned the back end. And then they said they put 300 and fifty thousand dollars in marketing, <laughs> and I'm like, Whoop. where? Where? <laughs> yeah. I think I saw it in one magazine. <laughs> yeah, like I the billboard Jamie Masada did because he had the parking lot in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it was. Yeah, right. Maybe one poster by my house, and that was it. Right, but every time. <laughs> I had this huge marketing bill of three fifty plus one fifty, and I only made like fifty grand. I only made like a hundred and ten grand back, so I was in the hole three ninety before I start making my money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, around two thousand fourteen, the company is being bought, and they say we have all of this inventory. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Buy this inventory. Long story short, I have a lawyer. We go in and I say, how much you have? Yeah. So they had like 40,000, 48,000 or 47,000 DVDs mm-hmm. and 10,000 CDs. I'm like, what was out there? Yeah. What was on the shelves? And where was it just sitting all this time? Well, all this stuff sits in a warehouse. And there's a great documentary made by Zach Penn, I believe, who wrote The the Infinity War. Not the last one. What was the last Avengers? The one before that. I don't know. He wrote that movie. And I and he's a huge video gamer. Okay. And there's a whole documentary. I believe it's on the E. T. game and it was all about where E. T. was not a, a game that worked for people. And yeah. so they took all of the millions of cartridges and buried them in the New Mexico desert. Wow. And so this is what I hear <laughs> that a lot of old CDs, D 
DVDs and such get buried. Literally. In a Mex in the New Mexico desert. It's like that's what they do. And I'm like I put all my hard work in. All my time, all my jokes, all of my filming and touring and sitting in coffee shops and Bob's big boy would flip and Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna end up in the New Mexico desert? What? I got no. two earrings on Comedy Central? I need No. Yeah. I mean it's like imagine if like you're about to throw up, because that's what creativity is, and somebody's like <gasps> Love it. And you can't like, – I need to get it out, right? And then you yeah. get it out, but someone's, like, holding it. And you're, like, <laughs> hostage. You're hostage your baby. Yeah. So I'm, like, fuck. So my lawyer is, like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to buy it? I'm, like, fuck yeah. I'm going to buy all of it. Mm-hmm. He's, like, I don't buy it all. I don't buy it all. I should never have taken it as advice. So I bought – I bought 35. 5,000 DVDs. I left them like five, which I want to go back and get. And are they I bought, in the desert? I don't know. If they are, I think they're still in a warehouse. Okay. And then I bought 9,000 CDs. Uh-huh. So I left about 2,000 on the table and about 5,000 on the table of different things. Okay. <laughs> and I buy them for 19 cents each. Am I allowed to say that? I think so. I hope I don't. It's your that. product. You did all of it. I put the money out. I buy them, put it in a warehouse. Every time I go on the road, I'm fucking selling a DVD. Mm-hmm. How many and I'm do doing, I, I maybe sell 40 a weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in 311 years, <laughs> I'm going to sell all these DVDs. <laughs> and I'm thinking if like I can just get to like one Kevin Hart show, like if I can do like one like arena yeah. in my career, I can just make it a, in purchase buy and everyone will have a DVD at their seat that's how my brain's thinking and I'm like what the fuck right and DVDs is going out of favor out of favor out of favor but I'm bringing them because I do not believe in waste and I do not believe in holding what you work so hard for not getting out there Mm -hmm. You know, and Comedy Central did their part. They aired it twice, what they were going to do. I thought they would air it more. That was my assumed assumption. They aired what they had to do contractually, and it was it was great. And I'm grateful that they even did that. But it didn't really help me move my needle, right? Mm-mm. So I buy them, put them in a storage. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to forget them about them in storage. Sometimes I'm not bringing them on the road enough. I take them all. I bring them in my garage. You saw them. Took up your whole garage. Whole garage. Almost to the ceiling. (laughs) Of about 35,000 DVDs. And like thousands of boxes. Yes. (laughs) So, I don't know, 30 a box times 100 would be 3,000 times 1,000, 30,000. It's like like 1,500 boxes. I don't know. Or something like that. Whatever the number It was a lot. Yeah, 30 times 10 is 300 times that. So, long short is everybody thinks I'm crazy. Why did I buy this? Whatever, write it off. But I can't. This is my legacy of my hard work. So, I'm like, I gotta fucking move these DVDs. 
and no one can sell them. I'm calling up Dollar General. I'm calling up Family Dollar. I'm calling up Five and Below. I'm called 99 Cent Store, 99 Walmart. Cent Store. <laughs> you had a call with them. They were yeah. like, there's all this policy, uh-huh. all of these things. A lot of calls. I, I go to Salzar's and Ventura. They're like, we'll take 100. That's like one of the last places to sell DVDs. Yeah. And he was so cool. I'm like, I got 30,000. He's like, bro. <laughs> He's I like, I don't know where to put them. <laughs> so, so I'm like, everyone thinks I'm fucking nuts. Just move on to your new stuff. Well, no, my old stuff has not been exploited yet. Okay. My old stuff has not been exploited. So I buy all the DVDs and bring them on the road. No, not selling, blah, blah, blah. Selling a little bit. And I have this company. And like, I pay money to get them on a website listed for wholesale. That doesn't work. I ask my old oh, help at my office. He's like, I tried. I, you know, I filled out a form. <laughs> I asked my lawyer. He's like, yo, you should just fucking burn them, right? Like, everyone's saying all this shit. Mean. And I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. So the world is is your fucking oyster, right? So we have a beautiful thing now called the internet. Yes. Who literally what literally connects me to you. Mm-hmm. Our little phones. Yes. <laughs> and I put out an APB in my messages. And I say, hey, guys, I'm looking to sell all these DVDs and CDs wholesale. I need help. Can someone help me? And I have a few people that I want to call super like-minded. You know, I hate it when people say they're my fans or whatever. Whatever, man. We're all equal. They're just people that really dig what I do. And believe in you. Yes. Yeah, and they want the best for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember that moment. That, yes. that That thought. I got to get back to that. Okay. So, the whole fucking thing is people write me back. And they're like, yo, let me see if I can help you. Let me see if I can help you. Let me see if I can help you. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy that's one of my biggest supporters in the world. Yes. And his Instagram is what? Original DJ something. Yes, look him up. Okay. He's the original DJ... BJ, we want to say. Yeah, I think that's it, but hold But on. his name is the original DJ. Original DJB. Yeah, the oh. original <laughs> DJB, which is DJ. Yes. All right, that's his Instagram. The original DJB. Yes. I owe you, and I thank you, within two weeks. Two weeks. Now, remember, I had hired somebody to help me sell these. I had assistants that was on the payroll that were trying to sell these. I had a lawyer that I was paying to try to help me sell these. You had interns. I had interns. Nobody could figure it out. (laughs) I had calls. Two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks. (laughs) The original DJB didn't send me anything. That's like a maybe or whatever. Didn't send me a, yo, what's up? He sent me a purchase order. Yes. (laughs) A P.O. In my DMs. A purchase order from a company to buy Mm -hmm. all of my DVDs. All of them. 
29,787. Bam. Yes. Bam. The first thing I said was, what about CDs? Because <laughs> I'm a you fucking pushy prick. <laughs> I don't think want the CDs. <laughs> and he's like, can't move those. You got to yeah. go to another department. You said, why not? I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I fucking was like crying. You were. And it was a revelation. Mm-hmm. Now, people don't think I'm letting her talk. I'm letting her talk. It's not bad because she's no, the sounding fine. board. Yes. And then she helps me if I forget an idea. Okay, that's what she is. <laughs> Literally, my assistant. This wasn't about me. It's about you. Okay, they're going to fucking... It's fine. They're going to holler at me. No, they're not. So listen (laughs) to people out there. (laughs) I fucking was like beyond. Okay, this special was made 14 years ago. In 2019, this man, this beautiful creature, with his... Hard work and knowledge, along with my fucking psycho obsession that would not let it go, found a buyer for my product. And they then are going to put it in all of the dollar stores across this land. Piggly Wigglies, Dollar General who turned it down, who won't anymore, Family Dollar, Five and below, all of them are getting two and three Jamie Kennedys amongst 15,000 locations. And this company's in Camarillo, which is so close to you. Yeah. That was crazy. Yes. Yes. By <laughs> your hood. Yeah, like 40 miles away. It was crazy. By the Nard. I'm not from the Nard. I'm but from Ventura. Yeah, close. No. <laughs> My thoughts. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so think about this. Why is this so exciting? What are you freaking out about, dude? It's a fucking DVD. Okay, I'll tell you what. It it, it just beyond hit me. And re- I got to remember about being beaten down by the system. And I got to write that down. You. Beat down, believing in me, blah, blah, blah. Remember those things. Yes, Jamie. Write those down. Don't say it like that. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm a robot. <laughs> Jamie. Listen, um. here's what it is. Is that... I, this is my fucking first real baby. Now, I've produced other things before that, wrote Malibus and all that stuff. But I'm saying I pick the location. I pick the jokes. I hired the director. I fucking produced my, I put the insurance. I was on the line if anything happened. It was Jamie Kennedy's balls all the way. Like, I got even sued, all of these things. I wanted this to work. And it wasn't that it didn't work. It's just deemed that it didn't work by others. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to say their negligence. I'm going to say their work ethic. Mm-hmm. Here's what it is. I took a fucking product that is 14 years old, along with the help of one of my biggest supporters and her, and fucking got it distributed. Yay. <laughs> Now, look, if people don't buy it, that is no like, no harm, no foul. But it's out there. Yes! It's <laughs> on the show for 99 fucking cents. I mean, I go to Arkansas and do shows and people are like, Day, day, what the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> I understand. They're streaming everywhere. But people still like it as a memento. I've signed them at shows. And my original purchase, which I made, 
which was about, you know, 20 G's. I'm not going to tell you exactly around there. I've already made that money back selling it as merch before. But every DVD I sold, I bought for 19, I sold for 20. I made a penny a DVD. <laughs> oh, big whoop. It isn't about the money. What it is, is about getting your creative stuff out there for people to consume, to find you, to see what you do. Otherwise, there's no reason for me to fucking do this shit. I might as well be like the person you saw in the crosswalk or earlier, mm-hmm. who's fucking <laughs> shouting at the sky. Yelling and, at the ground. <laughs> and you said, that's you if you're not successful. And I yes. said, that it's me now as a success. Yes. <laughs> I'm still going to yell at the sky. Yes. But the difference is... I don't know, people consume my yells, mm-hmm. right? There's no difference between me and that man. No. He just, poor guy, didn't figure it out yet, but hopefully he will. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is we make this shit so people can consume it to then see, yo, I dig you, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, I dig you, which makes me feel love, which makes me feel appreciative, which makes me feel useful. You know what I mean? And if people don't dig it, you know, it's going to hurt my butt a little bit. But I believe I can. I have enough of an audience where I can find people that dig me. You know what I mean? I think I'm diggable. I think so. Right? <laughs> so the problem is it's not that I'm not diggable. It's the fact that no one knew where to dig because they couldn't find what I did. No. And the thing is this, is for everybody out there listening, this is this goes, I don't give a shit if you're a chef, you're a postman, you deliver pizzas, you're an actor, a dancer, whatever. You want to literally deliver what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And there's, there's these forces in the world that stop you or do not give a fuck or actively block you. It's huge in my, in my business. But to be able to sell a product that no one uses anymore in this day and age for a cheap price when people still can purchase it and still have fun, if it gets 10% more people that dig my stuff, I'm blessed. At least it's out there. I have now I've taken the digital special because I bought all the rights to it. And as of tomorrow, Merry Christmas, it is going to be on Amazon Prime, Tubi TV, Pluto TV, Popcorn TV. It is going to be on every streamer except Netflix, mm-hmm. iTunes. All these places that people ask for it, it will be as of tomorrow. Yay. Now you're going to go, what's the big fucking deal, bro? I'll tell you what the big fucking deal is. Because I want to give my baby a chance right Mm -hmm. it's like i gave birth to this child and he was like in this little room and he never grew properly yeah and now he's a 13 year old boy and he's like (laughs) (laughs) like he finally yes out yeah imagine if you made a cake and no one ate it (laughs) not because they didn't like it because they didn't know it was there. Yeah. Or you fucking sung a song and no one heard it. Mm-hmm. Or you painted a picture. Yeah. What do you think I go up every night for? 
What do you think I fucking obsess for? What do you think I fly to cities for? Just to make money? Money's fine. Doesn't make you happy. I go because I want to fucking connect with people, man. I want people to fucking, yo, you're not so crazy, man. You're actually funny. You're talented. Whatever. That's why I do it. Mm-hmm. What do you think fucking ballerinas bust their fucking toes on point all day to get validation? Why is that funny? That's not funny. <laughs> well, it's fucking crazy. They work so fucking hard. I really do. I'm not dissing ballerinas They work at all. their fucking faces off. Yeah, their toes are bleeding. So what I'm trying to say, people, is is that it's a beautiful time. Yes. And the revelation is is this, is here's what happened. The revelation is is that a lot of things have happened to me in this business. And did I leave anything out? No. Like pretty thorough. You yes. Okay. Wait, can I just say something? Of course. Jesus okay. Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> can I say something? Am I allowed to I was gonna say that I and I even told you too that like I was one of those people that for a second I don't want to say I doubted you because I knew you would do it. Hater. No, I knew you would sell it over time, but I was like, tell me your real like, thoughts. Tell me I'm your real thoughts. I'm trying to shut up. Okay. I'm, I thought you were a little crazy, and I was like, this guy thinks he's gonna sell all these DVDs. Like, what a crackhead! But you know what? I'm here. And I'm gonna help him sell all these DVDs. And and then it happened, and I was like, wow, and I apologized to you, and I was like, I'm sorry that I doubted you a little bit because I didn't think it was going to happen, and then it did, and I just admire so much that you never let it, anybody's opinion stop you. You didn't take no for an answer, but you never do for anything. You're like, if I want to do this, I'm going to do it, and it doesn't matter who's there to help me. It's going to happen, and that's that. So. And what did you think about it when you, when I, when you saw those DVDs? How crazy did you think I was? I thought you were a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. And I was like, this is insane. But I was like, okay, you know, we'll go to like, I'll sell sell the merch at the shows and stuff or help you or you'll sell them eventually. But I didn't think it was going to happen all at one time. And then it did. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he did it. And what did you learn from that? Not to take no for an answer. Like, if you want to do something, then go fucking do it. You were like a prime example of like a self-made person. Like, you didn't have any help. You did everything on your own. And you just built, you know, you. And it's great. I'm so happy I got to watch it all happen. And you felt, you told me, a new sense of power yourself. Yes, I did. Why? Um, I think it just showed me that, like, you know, you can just do anything. You do not fucking take no for an answer. No. You do not. You fucking grab those motherfuckers. By the balls. And you fucking, <laughs> you don't fucking let them tell you what they want. You yes. give them what they fucking need. Yes. You remember that. I will. You fu- When I tell you, when you're driving that car, you fucking own that road. Yes. Don't let motherfuckers honk at you. You honk back. And I do now. <laughs> yes, you do. You taught me that. This is your world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't hurt anybody. No. But let people know you have arrived. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't let people walk on you. I don't anymore. I'm also doing this for Kicking It Old School, which I got the rights for, which a movie, it was a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. That is now going to be on Amazon Prime, yes. iTunes, Tubi, all of these other, it's going to be on like 15 platforms. I'm going to get them all to you. Roku, Voodoo. But here's what I want to tell people is, I can't, I got I to gotta get my focus now again. Sorry. Oh, it's good. Is that, 
I came into this business. That's five other podcasts. <sighs> the exact reason I'm doing this on Christmas Eve is because I have to. I have to. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I got to do later, but it doesn't really matter. Like, expressing myself is the most important thing. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. And. Sorry. Are you okay there? No, it was leaking. <laughs> so. You look like a giraffe. I know. <laughs> so. Here's what I'm going to say is that I have all of these I, – I do the business, and everybody knows my story, how I lied to get into the business. I pretend I was my own agent, all this stuff. Yes. my book. You read my book. I read your book. It's amazing. You should uh, read it. If no one's read it, read the book. <laughs> you're going to think like she's like, she's just a great – my cheerleader. Surround yourself with people that believe in you. So, <laughs> so – and so I did that, and then I went into the system mm-hmm. – well, you know, I had big agents, big managers, and all that stuff. And then, you know, some of the best jobs I've ever done are some things I've created. Now, Scream, I was not that. Scream, I was lucky to be cast in. Three Kings, Romeo and Juliet, Bowfinger, different things. But, like, people love Malibus. That was my baby along with the people that helped me. Mm-hmm. Jamie Kenny Experiment, my baby. You know, Heckler, my baby, you know, along with people. And so... I gave the power over to people for a while because, you know, they're supposed to know it all, right? The big agencies, the big managers, the big lawyers. We'll take it from here, kid. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you. You go at home and wait for your fucking sides and pick them up at the guard gate and read for fucking so-and-so for three fucking lines on a character arc. And I'll, okay, <laughs> let me do that. Okay, that's nice. I have all these ideas and stuff. But no, no, you go. Go to the guard gate. So I fucking did that. And then I had my own company, and then that kind of broke up. Then I had another company, and not just I had to disband it. It's a whole other thing. And and through the years, I was telling you this yesterday of how at times I believe some people thought I was difficult. Yes. Right. It's because mm-hmm. I'm not an asshole. But I'm demanding. Mm-hmm. And I hold people accountable. Here's your fucking task. Finish your fucking task. Get it done. If not, <laughs> none of us are going to fucking eat. Yes. <laughs> it's Survivor. Mm-hmm. And I had all this stuff. And I was at the end of my ropes working with people. And I realized that no one wants to fucking work. Mm-hmm. And I had gone through the system of huge, powerful people, entrepreneur people, shady people, all types of people to try to figure out the angles. And the angle is this. I was right all along. No one is going to work harder than me. No one believes in me more than me. And no one's going to figure it out more than me. And the DVD sale is the fucking symbol, metaphor, whatever the fucking word is, of all of it. Because that's something that should not happen in 2019. I should not be able to take what is essentially an outdated product, not comedy, but the way of viewing that product. And we got it done. And now that is the fucking answer to all of it. 
Because I will never, ever take no for a fucking answer. Do not put your dreams in anyone else's hands. Because they will fucking slip through their sweaty little fingers. No one is going to believe in you like you. And I'm telling you, if I can tell you anything for 2020, surround yourself with people that fucking believe in you. Believe in you. That is it. And if they don't? Cut! And they're out. <laughs> You're out! Yeah. <laughs> You're out! You're out. <laughs> there's all... I'm telling you, do not be loyal because they're family or because it's a wife or a boyfriend or a bro... Whatever it is, mm -hmm. the dream is number one. That's if the dream is number one. For me, my dreams, my creativity, my passions are the number one. Nothing gets in the way. <laughs> Nothing. It's in the way, it's out. Because <laughs> that's what I believe in. That's what makes me the most fulfilled. Yes. I'm not hurting anybody. No. But if I want to be able to tell jokes and people want to hinder that, I'm sorry, you have to get out of the way. Yeah. If I want to sing a song, I'm sorry. You have to. If I want to make a movie about breakdancing, I'm sorry. And but you're not sorry. No, so I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm, please move out of the way. Yeah. I'm sorry. Please get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Over there, please. The <laughs> yes. And this goes so deeper. It's like, I'm telling you, man, all these agents have salaries. All these managers have salaries. Uh-uh. It's all going to change, by the way. They don't know. They're going to think I'm crazy, whatever. <laughs> You're going to be fucking, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because it's fucking the squeezes on actors, man. The real fucking people now are the people that earn, burn, and churn. Mm -hmm. Self-starters who, who are comedians put the asses in the seats because the people want to see them. Musicians, the same thing. Dancers, artists, whatever it is, it's the people paying that want to see them. There's no free lunches anymore. They're not paying to see the agents. <laughs> no, and it's, 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 it's because like... Listen, a good agent, a good manager and all that stuff is great if they believe in you. But if they're going to work, are they going to take your call at 3 fucking a.m.? You know, it's like they don't understand what people are going through. They don't understand all the work, the planes, the fucking this, the that, the fucking. I mean, like last week I called you. I'm fucking. What happened to me at the Denver airport? You want me to talk about it? No, you don't have to. Okay. It was a bad, bad story. I just, <laughs> but violently ill. Four in the morning. I get woken up and I'll be like, what do you need me to do? Thank God. Yeah. And I'm fucking throwing up on a plane. No mess. Incredible. No one's in the bathroom. No one heard me except the... The poor guy. The poor little uh, flight attendant. And he's guy. like... Yeah. He knocked on the door and he goes, do you want some club soda? He was so sweet. And he brought like, you an eye patch. Yeah, he brought me an eye patch. He's the sweetest guy. And then I was good and no mess. Never did that in my life. And then I go to Denver and I'm ready to go. And then run to the bathroom. Perfectly open toilet. No mess again. I, the guy saw me. He was like with the mop. He's like. <laughs> and I gave him 10 bucks. And I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I ran. And then I felt better. But mm -hmm. like, I don't know. And you looked like hell. Stress. <laughs> I was dead. Yeah. Stress. Eating. Whatever. I'd done two shows the night before. A con before that. And I'm not. Complaining, what I'm saying is, 
whoever represents you needs to watch you grow up, needs to see you miss your airplane, needs to eat that old burrito with you, mm-hmm. needs to get the diarrhea, needs to see people pulling at you at your show, needs to see a drunk white woman in her 40s say, you suck, needs all of that. <laughs> they need to live that with you. Mm-hmm. They need those cells in their body so they can feel it. And that's what our business is. And that's why the DVD sale is so important because – of that, that's our pain. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I have all this fucking content at my house. I've taken it all out. It's all fucking beautifully digitized. I don't know if this is the same podcast, but you cannot be around bums. People are bums. The best investments I've invested in, the ones that worked, and let me tell you, that's a whole other podcast, I've taken hits financially. I've also made money financially. But the ones that work are the ones where people are fucking in on it. You give somebody 200 Gs, they don't have anything invested, guess what happens? Hmm. They're in the fucking Bahamas. (laughs) Oh, I'm on vacation. Yes. We hate those people. And you're like, I gave you money and you're on vacation. <laughs> so let me tell you something. I got to tell people this. Okay. You do not take no for an answer. There is more outlets, more distribution. That's the problem with our business. We have people that are creative. Now, look, there's people that are super creative, super talented, that get through. There's people that are super creative, super talented that never get through. Some become frustrated. Some die because they're drugs. They're pained. Other people that are okay, they get through. Whatever. I'm not here to judge. But there is this wall of people that, oh, yeah. I don't know. Do we like this? Do we want this? I don't know. That's done. That's done. Mm-hmm. No. You don't make my life anymore. I make my life. And you had secret haters. They were like pretending to be yes. on your team, but they weren't. Yeah, well, that's a whole other podcast about pe- people. You have to get people around you that are not jealous of you, mm-hmm. that love you. Yes. And want the best for you. But what I'm saying is there is no more stopping. I have 10 shows. But what, this year, you'll see me. You'll hear about 10 shows I'm going to do. Ten shows. Ten shows that will be happening. I'm, I have already gotten four pieces of content uploaded to 15 platforms. You'll see it by January 1st. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who did that? You. Me? Her. Hi. Okay. <laughs> I've got 30,000 DVDs in stores around the country. Who did that? Me? Her. Original DJ B. Yes. <laughs> I got 9,000 DVDs. On the fucking CDs on the one yard line, me, her, Wanda Moten. At Wanda Moten. Where's up, Wanda? Hi, Wanda, Wanda, one of my other beautiful supporters out there. Philly represent. <laughs> I feel like Al Pacino. Who put this together? Who? <laughs> me. That's who. Huh. <laughs> me. That's who. That's maybe. I got to work on the impression. But. I like it. 
I'm not gonna call you a sycophant, but you're not. No, you just believe in me. I do. That's another thing. That's a whole other podcast <laughs> about how people think sycophants. There's a difference. A sycophant. Ew. A sycophant is somebody who enables bad behavior. And bad yeah. behavior is like if you're doing heroin and somebody's getting money off you, and you're like, "Do I have a heroin problem?" They're like, "No, Jamie, you're great." And then they take a thousand dollars. You know, just keep. And they enable you. To do bad things. That's a sycophant. People but I'll protect you. I'm like, this no. person's a bad egg. Like, oh, yes. get rid of them. <laughs> you do. You get all those rotten eggs. Yeah. Old gotta ass go. eggs. You got to go. You Stinky gotta go. eggs. You go. Fried eggs. Fried eggs. <laughs> all the bad eggs. <laughs> smelly old eggs. Yes. So, can I finish? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Jesus. I didn't take my Adderall today. I don't want you taking that because it makes you a fucking cuckoo bird. I know. Um... <laughs> And so I, that's what I want to tell people is that I think you get it. It's pretty much that do not surround people basically – most people are bums. Mm-hmm. Most people are, are – they believe they're owed something. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you a fucking thing. And you taught me too. Nothing in life is a guarantee. Nothing. Nothing. Your next breath is not guaranteed. You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people need to realize. I think there's a lot of people out there, most people, I don't know, a good amount of people. Like, there's a whole movement in Hollywood. I don't want to start a fucking war mm-hmm. about, you know, how Hollywood is, you know, Needs to give them more and stuff. Well, what if I was an actor? Oh, I am. And I had six-page monologues. Oh, I do. And I got a audition in a fucking room with nine other fucking people. Oh, I have. And they're all screaming their monologues, and we're all clawing and fighting <laughs> to try to get a fucking job mm-hmm. on a guest spot, on a medical show. Oh, I have. When we don't get that show... Guess what happens? Hmm. You move on to I don't even get this. <laughs> I don't even get feedback. Right? Like, if people really want to see it, I don't even get a fucking call. There was a huge show. I'm not going to name names right now. I fucking 12 pages. The casting director. She didn't even give my agent, a call back to say if it was even good. Mm-hmm. I'm 47 fucking years old at that time. I own two houses. <laughs> I have money in the bank. Common courtesy. I fucking read for you. But guess what? <laughs> That's what that showed me. That showed me I ain't owed shit. I liked it. Hey, man. Not right. Blah, blah. That happens every day. And we got people out here going, I'm I'm owed. I'm owed. No. Mm-hmm. You're not owed fucking nothing. Because you came to the wood. And the wood don't give a fuck about you. Mm-mm. The wood don't need you. Prove your value to the wood. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, no one... There's no fucking guarantee. I have no fucking fallback plan. So, no one owes me shit. You get spit in the fucking face. And I have. 
But guess what? What you were saying earlier is that I won't take no for an answer. And you just keep going. But the difference is you wipe the spit out. Mm -hmm. You cry. You look at it. You get angry at it. You keep moving. Mm -hmm. The difference is people get their face spit in and then paralyzes them. You keep moving. Mm. And that's what you were saying earlier is that what fucked me up for a few years is I believe like I was difficult and I got to play ball and collaborate. Well, I'm collaborating with people and I'm like this. Uh, time's ticking. Hello? I'm fucking losing air here. Where's the fucking jobs? Where's the... I had an agent one time. After I made a few million dollars, get me a job, which I didn't want. Fuck, I don't know if I want to see this or not. And they got me a job. And it was between me and Andy Dick. And I wasn't, I think Andy already had it, but he wasn't sure if he wanted to do it. And it was for the Jessica Simpson movie. Oh, I remember this. It was, she was a boss. The employee of the month one. No, no. that was Dane. Oh. It was, she's a boss. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I forget I don't the movie. The do you want to look it up? Yeah. Kim. And I had the offer. And the offer was like $75,000. Great. It's a lot of money. It's not about that. But I already had made millions of dollars. And my agent told me at the time, he said, congrats. Blonde Ambition? Yes. Okay. Luke Wilson's in it. Yeah, Luke was in it. It was a good cast. Listen, I never saw the movie. I'm sure it was good. I Jessica. I like all those people. And he said, congratulations. You're working again. <laughs> Thank you? Like, <laughs> like, I had to fight for this role. I wasn't, like, dying to do. No offense. It was just like, you know, it wasn't my own baby. And it was like... And I understand I had some misfires and things went down and I get that. But it was like, congratulations, you're working again. How about, hey, buddy, do this. Let's figure out the next. Am I making sense? Yeah. It was almost like they wanted you to be happy like you were getting this thing. But Be happy you got this. Yeah. Be happy. You know you created your own TV show? You know, you created Malibu's, you did Heckler, you had all these ideas that we couldn't sell, that you tried to sell with us, but be happy. So people who haven't done things, that happens to me when I've done things. I've generated millions of dollars for different businesses. I've had my own record deal, I've had my own movies, I've had my own network TV shows, multiple networks, I've produced, and they're still like, yo dog. No feedback. <laughs> but we got people out here going, I'm from 
Brown University and I was interning and I didn't get this, so I <laughs> demand. Yes. Daddy, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. I don't care how much the media is jumping on board with that. No. It's just the real though. thought process is this motherfucker because <laughs> this is what people are saying behind your back. They won't say it. But I D A G at this point. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's funny how people have so much to say and, like, will complain about what they did, but they never stop and think about what they did to get themselves in that situation. Motherfucker, work through Thanksgiving. Yes. Work through Christmas. There are no holidays. No. If you got a fucking macaroni and cheese in your cabinet, you should not be celebrating Christmas. <laughs> get that shit through to a whole food turkey. You don't celebrate until you have something to celebrate. Yes. Ooh. Put the wine glass down. Mm-hmm. I went off the radar here. That was great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Do you have anything to say? Um, She's the sounding donut. Yeah. The pink sparkly sounding donut. Now, I'll, I'll interview you for another podcast, but this was okay, a sounding okay. board, and this is therapy with the donut. That's what we're going to I have. love it. Did I? Was I? I might have over-talked. No. You have so do much you have to any, say. Do you have any other comments? Did I leave anything out? Mm-mm. I think if we go down other topics, it's just going to lead yes. to longer things. So maybe yes. we'll come up with stuff for the next time. It's been an hour. Okay. But do I have any other thing I left out? Do you have no. anything you want to say? If anyone wants to help sell the CDs, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Hopefully We're trying Wanda to get rid of those. Yeah. Figure it out. What's up, Wanda? Hi, Wanda. What's up, Wanda? <laughs> um. Or your book. Yeah. Now, this great company, by the way, thank you, Original DJ Bait, mm-hmm. they said they will sell my book. Yeah. So guess what I'm going to do? Sell I'm going to make all of my books, <laughs> make a bunch of books, like 2,000, I'm going to give them the books. Yeah. They're going to take my book. They're going to take Now, them. I didn't know where the fuck they were. The <laughs> internet is your fucking oyster, man. Mm-hmm. It's fucking beautiful. Find people that connect with you. Find people that believe in you, that work with you. Do not give a fuck about their title, if they're a fucking lawyer or a fucking intern or they went to this college or an agent. Don't give a fuck about that. Look at their work ethic. Yes. Find their work ethic. That's all I have to say. Bob Saget's. Manager, God rest his soul, Brad Gray, started as an intern and went up to Bob Saget. I believe this is the story. And said, I want to manage you. And he was 27. That guy became Brad Gray. Wow. Who ran Paramount. He didn't. His credentials were his hustle, his heart, his belief. So you don't forget titles. Forget all this other BS. Find people that believe in you. Find people that want to get your message across. Com- create that fucking community. And go to work. And if you do what you love, it's not work. Do what you love and the money will follow. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.